your general practitioner is probably not, let me repeat, probably not going to run all the tests that you need to figure out what's going on. So what I want to do is I want to give you a list, a comprehensive thyroid panel that I'm going to share with you here to determine thyroid function. First thing you want to test for, which is normally what's been tested, is the thyroid stimulating hormone. Next, you want to look at T3 total, also T4 total. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. As promised, today is the day that I share with you my journey with the autoimmune condition, Hajimoto's thyroiditis, and the resources that I have used over the past year to get to the root cause of my autoimmunity, along with the realizations, the setbacks, and the journey that I'm on right now. Here's the deal. Autoimmune diseases are on the rise, and it's unfortunately no surprise given our environment. Currently, 50 million people have an autoimmune disease, and there are millions of people, especially women out there, who have not even been diagnosed. The American Thyroid Association estimates that 30 million plus Americans have some form of thyroid disease, and up to 60% of these people are unaware of their condition. One in eight women will develop a thyroid disorder during her lifetime. As of 2014, levothyroxine, a synthetic form of thyroid hormone, was the highest selling drug in the United States. Most individuals who take thyroid hormones will actually never get off their medications. Although a prescription for thyroid hormone replacement is most of the time necessary, the first step should always be to determine why the thyroid is malfunctioning in the first place. Sometimes addressing the underlying cause of the thyroid problem is enough to resolve it without resorting to the thyroid hormone replacement. Unfortunately, misdiagnosis is common in the mismanagement of thyroid disorders. If a person visits a doctor with hypothyroid symptoms, she will simply be given replacement hormones without any further inquiry into the cause of her condition. Even worse, if she has hypothyroid symptoms, but her lab tests are normal, she will be told that she's fine. If a patient insists that she's not fine, she might be sent home with an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication, but with no further clue about the cause of her hormone symptoms. If you're interested in learning more about the mismanagement of women in the healthcare system, I want to invite you to listen to episode 86 with Maya Dunsenberry on the truth about how bad medicine leave women dismissed, misdiagnosed, and sick. So why is the thyroid important? Well, every single cell in your body has receptors for thyroid hormones. It's responsible for the most basic aspect of our body's functioning, impacting all major systems. Thyroid hormone directly acts on the brain, the GI tract, the cardiovascular system, bone metabolism, red blood cell metabolism, gallbladder and liver function, steroid hormone production, glucose metabolism, lipid and cholesterol metabolism, protein metabolism, and body temperature regulation. If you or someone that you know has been diagnosed with Hajimoto's or is having some of the symptoms that I mentioned, definitely have them tune into this episode and consider grabbing some of the resources that I mentioned here in this episode later on, including my book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. As I shared in previous episodes, I went undiagnosed for a couple of years. Initially, we thought it was just stress. 
because stress has been an issue for me in the past, as many of you know, and I was having brain fog, fatigue, weight gain, and IBS. But after implementing the protocols that I knew worked for me, I still was feeling crappy and the weight wasn't coming off. I also started to have cold intolerance and a pretty crazy sluggish digestive system. Finally, we tested for my thyroid peroxidase antibody, the TPO antibody, which is the most common test for autoimmune thyroid disease. And it can be detected in Graves' disease or Hajimoto's thyroiditis. And I also tested the thyroglobin antibody. And this antibody targets the thyroglobulin, the storage form of thyroid hormones, which can be the thing that's causing your symptoms, definitely was causing mine. Now, initially, as you can imagine, I was pretty devastated by this diagnosis and felt embarrassed that I kept missing it for a couple of years. And that's because my thyroid panel looked great. And therein lies the problem. Many people are being overlooked because their initial panel looks okay or even great like mine did. That doesn't mean your body isn't attacking your thyroid or targeting your thyroid behind the scenes like mine was. Now, this was a big wake-up call for me, and it was right in the middle of writing my newest book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. My Hajimoto's diagnosis influenced part three of the book, my 14-day hormone rescue program. See, I slightly adapted it to include an anti-inflammatory thyroid, liver, and gut healing food protocol. I actually live by my hormone rescue program consistently throughout the year. This program is the best jumpstart to help support your thyroid, your gut, your liver, and your brain function specifically to decrease inflammation. What I'm so excited about is that I know that over 2,000 women have completed my 14-day hormone rescue detox with incredible success. The average women lose about eight pounds. Many lose as much as 15 pounds. And it's not to say that weight loss is the goal of a program like this. The goal is to reduce inflammation and weight resistance or the decrease of weight resistance is the side effect of reducing inflammation in the body. Because when you reduce inflammation and start to heal your thyroid, you boost your metabolism and you reduce that toxic weight. Since my diagnosis, I have made several changes to my health to get my body back on track. And as you can imagine, I am still working on it today. Our healing journey never really ends, but I don't need to tell you that it's worth it. Even when it feels hard and you can't necessarily see that light at the end of the tunnel, I promise you it is a worthy journey to get your body back on track. Luckily, I caught my Hajimoto's thyroiditis before my thyroid was significantly affected. A lot of my symptoms were subclinical, but that doesn't mean I hadn't noticed some big changes. The two biggest things that I noticed was my inability to lose weight, the brain fog, and the cold intolerance. I guess that makes it three big things. Now, those that know me know that I base all of my outdoor activities on how cold it's going to be and if I'm warm enough. I mean, I am never without a jacket and a sweater and a bunch of clothes just to make sure I stay warm. Over the last year, I've continued to work with a functional doctor to check my labs and to make adjustments to my supplements, and I'll be sharing exactly what I've been taking to heal my gut, my immune system, and my thyroid. Now, before I jump in and share the root causes, the lab panels, my liver, my thyroid and gut support, and essential oil blends and resources, I want to just take a moment to step out of having this 
conversation and getting deep into the problem and concern around Hajimoto's. And I want to celebrate you. As I love to do on this podcast, I want to take a moment and thank you so much because earlier this week, we hit over 375,000 downloads. And that is such a big deal. That's over 70,000 downloads in the month of April. And I have a goal of over 100,000 downloads by fall of 2019. And I know that if we continue to spread the word about these episodes, we are going to hit it. That means more and more women are listening. Now with two episodes each week, we are bringing you more amazing health rock stars to listen in every single week. One particular healing rock star is Michelle. And I'm excited to shout her out today and share her win that she shared with me on Instagram about five to six days ago. Marisa, I just recently found your podcast and I am obsessed. I've since hooked my sisters and my mom up with all the downloads. You are brilliant and I can't wait to meet you one day. I saw you in Atlanta at the doTERRA Leadership Conference in a bathroom line and I wanted to say hi, but I thought it would be random and I really had to pee. I just wanted to say that I love your message in this online world. We need more women like you. Well, oh, Michelle, I can't tell you how much that means to hear from you. I really wish you would have said hi that day. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast with your family, especially your sisters and your mama. I know that I am so grateful that my sister and my mama listened to the episodes, so I totally get it. If you are listening, Michelle, I would love to gift you my coveted and favorite Superwoman blend. Just reach out to me on Facebook or where you found me on Instagram at Dr. Marisa. That's at D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A. Well, fellow podcast listeners, I absolutely love shouting you out, and I can't tell you how much your messages mean to me. You can easily reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, or simply reviewing the Essentially You podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you plug into. That way, we can change the world by giving women solutions at their fingertips and providing much-needed information for women to take to their doctors so that they can get the right diagnosis and get to the root cause of their disease. In today's world, we got to be the CEO of our health. So let's dive in to the resources and the root causes of what is going on, not only with Hashimoto's, but with autoimmune disease altogether. So what are you looking out for when your thyroid has been compromised? Well, there are as many as 300 plus symptoms if you are dealing with hypothyroid or low thyroid functioning. But the big heavy hitters are cold hands and feet, which I also say is cold intolerance, indigestion, fatigue, foggy thinking, also known as brain fog, never sweating, getting sick often, swelling, so like edema or swelling around the fingers and the feet, chronic candida, dark under the eyes or puffy eyes, acne, dry skin, headaches, joint and muscle pain, irregular periods, infertility, low sex drive, anxiety, and depression. Now, there are many steps that can go awry in this process of thyroid hormone production. The most common cause of thyroid disease is autoimmunity. In Hajimoto's disease, the autoimmune system targets the thyroid gland, progressively destroying its capacity to produce thyroid hormone and resulting in hypothyroidism. Some studies suggest that up to 90% of people with hypothyroidism have Hajimoto's disease. Now, Graves' disease is another autoimmune condition that affects the thyroid gland, but it causes the thyroid to become enlarged and overactive, which results in hyperthyroid symptoms. Now, you can figure out if your patient's 
or your thyroid issues are due to an autoimmune process by testing for thyroid antibodies, the ones that we mentioned earlier, the thyroglobulin and the thyroid peroxidase antibodies. While not all people with Hajimoto's have hypothyroid symptoms, thyroid antibodies have been found to be a marker for future thyroid disease. So that's the one thing you want to be looking at. Do you have elevated antibodies that are at your thyroid? If so, it may be a clear indication for Hajimoto's. You may not have hypothyroid yet, but note that your thyroid has been targeted by the immune system. So what are some symptoms for hyperthyroidism or Graves' disease? Well, again, these symptoms swing the other way, and they include things like excess hunger, rapid heartbeat, and high blood pressure. The other autoimmune disease also can create insomnia, racing heart, and rapid weight loss. So if you're wondering, basically the opposite of hypothyroid is hyperthyroid, and it can feel really, really scary. I know that there's probably people listening right now who are dealing with Graves' disease or hyperthyroid. Now, the really big question we have to ask ourselves is why? Why is it that we've got an autoimmune condition? Why is it that the body is targeting the thyroid? The two major causes of thyroid disorders are nutrient deficiencies and autoimmune disease. The next question is, well, what is causing this autoimmune condition? For me and all the research that I've done, all the books that I've read, all the experts that I've talked to, is that there are five top conditions or five root causes that create an autoimmune condition in the body, not just Hajimoto's, not just Graves' disease. It could even be things like lupus or rheumatoid arthritis or even multiple sclerosis. So here's the top five list for root cause for most autoimmune conditions. Number one, nutrient deficiencies. So having nutrient deficiencies like iron, selenium, iodine, vitamin D, ferritin, and magnesium, and even B vitamins, those can all oftentimes create inflammation and immune system response. Number two is hidden infections. Things like parasites, mold, candida, viruses, all of these can have a role in triggering an autoimmune response. Heavy metals and environmental toxins are number three. Yes, as you can imagine, toxicity plays a major role in endocrine disruption in the body, including our thyroid. Number four is chronic stress and trauma especially chronic perceived stress. This is a big topic that I talk about in my book. Oftentimes when we are under a scrutiny of stress, it has a major implication on the rest of the body, including your reproductive hormones, your metabolic hormones, your thyroid falling into the metabolic hormone category. And then number five, leaky gut syndrome caused by processed foods, stress, food allergies, such as gluten and dairy. The first step to figuring out if your thyroid is not functioning on peak capacity is to know your numbers. So you always have got to get tested. Just note that your general practitioner is probably not, let me repeat, probably not going to run all the tests that you need to figure out what's going on. So what I want to do is I want to give you a list, a comprehensive thyroid panel that I'm going to share with you here to determine thyroid function. First thing you want to test for which is normally what's been tested is the thyroid stimulating hormone. Next, you want to look at T3 total, also T4 total. Next is T3 free. So what's the free T3 in the body? What is the free T4 in the body? 
Also, you want to look at reverse T3 as well. Then you want to look at T3 uptake. All of these things are going to show us how T3 is being used in the body and where the issue lies. Also, we talked about the antibodies, right? We want to be looking at the TGAB antibodies and the TPO antibodies. Those were the antibodies that I've been talking about since we started this episode. So I had mentioned those earlier. And then the last tested test is the thyroid binding globulin. These are all the tests that we need a full-on thyroid panel to figure out what is going on. Now note that once you get that thyroid panel, it's going to be important to probably test every 90 days or so to make modifications to your protocols, to your supplements, even to your thyroid medication, if that is what is recommended. And again, if we want to get to the root cause of it, you and your functional practitioner or your doctor may want to run additional tests based on your symptoms and your thyroid results. And this may include a gut pathogen panel, a nutrient testing panel, a heavy metals and toxin testing panel, female and adrenal hormone testing. All of these are important because these are all going to give us clues and insights to what is really the root cause of why you got the autoimmune condition to begin with. Now, I provide a full lab panel for hormone testing in chapter two of the essential oils hormone solution. Now, once you get tested and get the results, it's time to start healing the body. And that's exactly what I began to do. The first step was working with a functional doctor to help get my immune system and my gut back on track. I had a couple of hidden infections and I worked with the doctor to eliminate those infections. And then I did a 60 day gut healing protocol, which involved herbs pre and probiotics, digestive enzymes, and clearly food, right? Food plays a major role in resetting my gut. Now our gut microbiome is the home to approximately a hundred trillion microorganisms. The human gut contains 10 times more bacteria than all of the human cells in the entire body with over 400 known diverse bacterial species. In fact, you could say that we're more bacteria than we are human. Think about that for a second. How crazy is that? And also our microbiome, all those organisms play a role in how our food is digested, how our information is synthesized, even how we program proteins inside of our cells. So note that if your microbiome isn't happy, a lot of other cells in the body are not going to be happy as well, including your brain and your emotional well-being. Now, you should know that this first initial step, clearing the hidden infections and getting my gut back on track, was about three months I really wasn't focusing on a lot of thyroid stuff at the time. I was just looking, I mean, not that I wasn't doing thyroid protocols, but the real big focus was killing the infections off and getting the root cause addressed in the gut. Now, I'm not going to say that it was the only root cause. I would have to say for me, I had multiple root causes. Definitely the hidden infection, as we know, probably chronic stress was playing a role because I was in the middle of so many things at once. Nutrient deficiencies were a big one, and I had leaky gut syndrome because of the hidden infections that I was dealing with. So that's a lot. And there was definitely environmental toxins too. I mean, let's be honest. If you are living on this planet, you are being exposed to some type of toxins. But the big things that we focused on was a nutrient deficiency, eradicating the infection, and getting the stress under control and the leaky gut, right? Those are the big ones. Stress is always a work in progress for me. But those first three things were a very big part of this healing process. So after those three months and after focusing on everything, 
Note that a lot of what I followed was my 14-day hormone rescue program. I just did it for a much longer period of time. So I did nourishing broths. I did fermented vegetables, healthy fats, quality sources of protein, large amounts of veggies, and I reduced, basically got rid of dairy, gluten, alcohol, sugars, although I, I didn't do a lot of dairy, gluten, and sugar to begin with, or alcohol. I just had to get really strict on it and really shut it down. Now, I also had several nutrient gaps, as I mentioned, as a core root of a condition, that one of my core root problems. And so I had to take a lot of supplements to get things balanced back out. I want to also mention that I'm still taking most of those supplements still today. So vitamin D, which I take 5,000 units of, magnesium, glycinate, ferritin, and iron. I also take vitamin D with vitamin K, adaptogenic herbs, a multivitamin. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So it was also discovered, as you can imagine, that I was dealing with some stress and that my mitochondria could use a little bit of support during my book launch. But I already knew that. I was actually already on top of my stress regimen. But I started taking a little bit more rhodiola, CoQ10, omegas, forceps, holy basil. Those were all the adaptogenic herbs that I was taking and clearly healthy fats like those omegas to not only work with the HPA axis inside of my limbic brain, but also to make sure that I was reducing inflammation in my brain, my heart, and in my cells with the omegas and the CoQ10. The CoQ10 was really for the mitochondrial function as well. Now, as for my immune system, this is where the functional doctor came into play. I was put on low-dose naltrexone to modulate my immune system for 90 days. Now, low doses of this medication has been found to tweak the immune system, as has been shown a lot of promise in improving cases of autoimmune disease, including Crohn's, MS, Hajimoto's, and lupus, as well as other immune system-related conditions, such as cancer, HIV, and AIDS. So just note that low-dose naltrexone has been used as an immune system modulator for other conditions, but now they're seeing it to be a really great benefit for autoimmune conditions as well. Now, the dose that was it's recommended is anywhere between 1.5 to 4.5 milligrams per day, and it's reported to enhance the immune system function through increasing our endogenous endorphin production, reducing inflammation, promoting DNA synthesis, and slowing down motility in the GI tract to facilitate healing. I was also put on a low dose of thyroid medication because my thyroid was being affected. And it's important to have a functional thyroid while you're trying to figure out what's going on with your body. Lastly, in this whole amazing process of healing, as you can imagine, I was using oils in this process and I was using them consistently. So I was using doTERRA's Digest Zen Blend. Digest Zen Blend is known for its ability to aid in digestion, soothe occasional stomach upset and overall digestive health. So I was taking it. It has ginger, fennel, peppermint, coriander, caraway, tarragon, anise. I mean, it's just such a great, great oil to help maintain a healthy gastrointestinal tract. Also, I was using my Love Your Liver blend because I want to support my liver in all the ways that it supports the thyroid. And I talk a lot about loving your liver for hormone balance in episode 50 of this podcast, probably one of the most popular episodes to date. And what I love about the Love Your Liver blend is it not only supports the liver, but it's also helping to support the thyroid. So in a 10 mil roller, this is my Love Your Liver blend. It is two drops of rosemary, three drops of geranium, 
three drops of turmeric, seven drops of frankincense, and seven drops of helichrysum or lavender if you don't have helichrysum. You top it off with a fraction of coconut oil, and I apply it literally over my liver every single night. I also was using a detox and relaxing bath soak, and I want to share that little recipe with you as well. It's not something that needs to be done, but it's just nice. It's great self-care. It helps to pull toxins out of the body, and it was just an opportunity to help reset my stress levels as well. So the ingredients is a half a cup of sea salt, a half a cup of Epsom salt or magnesium flakes, a half a cup of baking soda, sorry, a quarter cup of baking soda, a half a cup of apple cider vinegar, and then four drops of rosemary, four drops of grapefruit, and one drop of ginger. And then what I do is I add all the dry ingredients together. I mix it up and then I add the essential oils onto the dry ingredients. And then I I add that to the hot water, swirl it and mix it in and then soak for about 20 minutes because anything over 20 to 25 minutes, you actually begin to reabsorb the toxins. And we don't want to do that. We want to keep them out of the body once they leave the body. And then you're going to want to wash off after you're done and make sure that you're hydrating afterwards. So lots and lots of water after you do a detox bath. Now, if you already know that you have Hajimoto's or you have a sluggish thyroid, I want to share a blend that I use every day for thyroid support. Well, it's called my thyroid support blend, and it's also in a 10 ml roller. It is five drops of frankincense, five drops of clove, five drops of lemongrass, five drops of myrrh, and six drops of lavender. Or if you're dealing, you want to stimulate your thyroid instead of lavender, you could do five drops of peppermint. You top that all off in a roller bottle, add the fractionated coconut oil, and then you're going to be applying this actually over the thyroid, which is right in the neck. You should be able to, to palpate that and feel that. Now, if you want full support for your hormone health, including a plan to reduce inflammation and fill in the nutrient gaps, I do want to invite you to check out my new book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. This newest book offers a step-by-step program to reset your body through focus and deliberate changes in self-care rituals aided every step of the way by essential oils and powerful nutrition. Now, the other books that I want to recommend as well, besides my book, is going to be The Hajimoto's Protocol by Dr. Isabella Wentz. Now, Dr. Isabella Wentz is one of my dearest friends, and she has three books on Hajimoto's. And this is my favorite because it really does give you the game plan. So I want to recommend this book to anybody who's struggling with thyroid issues, especially Hajimoto's or hypothyroid. The next book I want to recommend is actually an amazing woman who I had the pleasure to interview, and her episode is going to be airing later on this week on Friday. And the book is Beat Autoimmunity by Palmer Kippola. Now, the last book I want to recommend in case you don't have it already, is Amy Meyer's book, which is The Autoimmune Solution. Now, I interviewed Amy on episode 22, and we talked all about using food to reduce autoimmune systems. Now, what's so great about these books is that they're all going to provide you with really great insight on how to heal your body naturally. And that's why I love books so much. These are all well-researched, well-educated and women who've been through it themselves when it comes to autoimmunity, and they have built phenomenal books to get your body back on track. Now, the last thing I want to recommend is for you to look into a functional doctor or a functional nutritionist 
or someone who has a functional approach to getting your body well so that they're willing to dig into the root causes. Now, I recognize that it's not cheap to do this, to have that kind of doctor, but I promise you it's worth it if it means they actually are able to heal you. Now, the second best thing to do is to just get the books because these doctors and experts are literally on the frontier of medicine and they share the most up-to-date research. And I can basically promise you that your general doctors simply just don't know these things yet. Your, Your general doctors aren't talking about root cause diseases. They're not talking about all the tests for Hajimoto's. They're just not yet. So having these books and going out and find a practitioner that you trust is definitely going to be the best way to get your body back on track. Now, if you are interested in checking out the books or checking out some of the episodes I mentioned, note that I'm going to have all the links in the show notes for episode 88, because yes, it's episode 88 today. You can also grab my book at drmarisa.com slash hormone book. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and listening into this episode on the Essentially You podcast. Our next episode is all about the importance of getting to the root cause of autoimmune disease with Palmer Kipla. And we're going to be talking about her new book that debuted today called Beat Autoimmune. As I mentioned earlier on the show, my goal is to spread the word about the Essentially You podcast and really shout out your wins and provide you great resources. The best way that we do that is by letting people know about that. So if you know somebody who's dealing with Hajimoto's or hypothyroid or even hyperthyroid and isn't getting the answers that they deserve and they want a more clear understanding about someone who's been down that journey, please recommend this episode to them. Episode 88 on the Essentially You podcast. I promise you helping people get their bodies back on track is one of the greatest gifts that we can do. And sometimes it's as simple as a small conversation, letting them know an episode like this exists. Well, until the next episode where we dig deeper into autoimmune disease, I hope that you have an amazing day. Talk to you soon. Bye.